Welcome back to Live to Be Recognized with Ty. I want to say to everyone, thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you guys hear the background, I am in BK. I'm in Fort Greene Park. And we doing this live and direct. So, you know, you're going to hear some real New York City sounds because I have a very, very special guest today. One half of this great dynamic duo. You guys have to follow them on Instagram so you can know all the cool stuff throughout NYC and they're expanding outside of NYC. Today, I have very own Black Girls in NYC, half of NYC, who is also my line sister, Kiki. Hey, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so Kiki is a little bit introverted, y'all. So Very much so. But I'm so happy she decided to be on this podcast <laughs> with me. Um, Kiki, we've known each other now for 12, about 12 years, I would say. Just about. Yeah. 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 I, was trying, I was trying to do the mental math in my head. Right. About 12 years. And I say, you know, we instantly connected. Um, we've shared lots of moments younger together. Mm-hmm. And I am so proud of who you've become. you're becoming and what you're doing and what you're doing for the community. Because Black Girls in NYC is not only, I would say, a pioneer in what they're doing, because they're not just focusing on eateries. They're not just focused on business and shops. They're focusing on all things black, black experience. And so if in end, you know, you have, you know, things that you would like to showcase to them, we'll talk about it towards the end, but she's definitely going to provide you with that information. And Kiki, I do want to say, you know, on behalf of the community, thank you. And thank Aww. you to Ty as well for doing, shout out to Ty as well for doing what you ladies do. Thank you. It is definitely um, a labor of love. I love that. It's a labor of love. So I, I appreciate that it's been well received. Yes. Labor of love. I like that. I think that's something that you can tell is missing from content sometimes. Mm that labor of love factor and I feel like you know with that we can even tie that into our topic today because I feel like within since the pandemic people are putting more emphasis on what makes them happy and what makes them feel good inside and I feel like that's a very important component of living life yeah um you know here I live to be recognized I'm all about positivity and raising your vibrations and happiness is a very important part of that Mm -hmm. and so On this episode, y'all, we're going to go a little bit into, you know, leaning into what makes you happy and then watching the magic happens and what it does for you, not only externally, but internally. So, Kiki, I have a question for you. Why don't you, like, explain to us, like, what is happiness to you? What has been your journey to happiness look like? You know, ready to hear about it. Absolutely. Um, So I will say that happiness is one of many emotions. And I think that's something that I had to get comfortable with understanding Mm -hmm. is that like we want to live in happiness, especially when you think of social media, right? Like Mm. most people usually just post the good stuff um, (laughs) and we feel like we're missing out because we might be feeling some other emotions, Mm -hmm. right? So understanding that like life is to be experienced and with that comes experiencing all of the emotions. Mm. Um, Mm -hmm. The duality. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So that was like my first understanding of happiness is just like, it is not something that I'm going to feel all the time Mm -hmm. it's something that might happen here or there um 
And I think just ultimately tying into just like understanding that it's not something I feel all the time, understanding that it's one of the very few emotions that like I have control over, right? Like mm-hmm. no one else is gonna give me happiness. Mm-hmm, this is mm-hmm. something that like I can actually create myself and I should be proactively creating for myself. Right, right. And I think that's something people don't realize that you can create it because a lot of times they rely on external factors mm-hmm. until that, you know, happiness sparks. Think about it. How many times like I can't wait for this event and then the whole two weeks leading up to that event, you're not saying this was now but in past times I know this was something of me I would just be like chilling waiting 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 and then I know when that big event happens I'm about to have the happiest time of my life when did you realize that that wasn't important anymore and how oh I can't really put my a specific like date or time Mm -hmm. on it but I do think that like the pandemic that being forced to slow down Mm -hmm. um realizing that like the life that I thought or the next moment I was waiting to be mm-hmm. happy might come or might not ever come, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, how do I take control and do that for myself? Mm-hmm. So, I would definitely say sometime during the pandemic um, is when I was just like, I have to take ownership and just creating these happy moments for my for myself. And, like, I shouldn't have to wait until I graduate, get a house, get married, have a kid. Like, how am that I creating part, those that part. small happy moments for myself throughout the day, throughout the week, monthly, just creating them proactively myself that part and you couldn't say that better because i feel like society makes you feel like there's pillars to get into happiness so until you mm, yeah there you go (laughs) until you reach that you can never feel the real good happiness because you have to complete this task like Mm -hmm. life is a game but not that kind of game yeah you know and so when you say that you know you create your own happiness when you first started doing this was there ever a time that you felt I don't want to say guilty, but like ashamed of what you were doing or any point in time. Was it hard for you to lean in at first to any, like to just be in there for you, I guess you would say? Yes and no. Mm -hmm. Um, I think as someone who just had looser boundaries, as I stepped into my Mm. boundaries and starting to enforce them more, that's something that's a little more uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think in creating my happiness and like knowing that I'm introverted and knowing I only have like a certain capacity to do certain things, Mm -hmm. once I started enforcing those boundaries, around things that like make me happy prioritizing myself there there was a little guilt there um and I will also say just being creative um and understanding that like that's not how everybody operates in their life sometimes you feel a little isolated or a little my creativity is like a Mm. big source of happiness for Mm. me so like proactively creating spaces and opportunities and like showcasing that creativity yes black girls in nyc right yes um that's a source of happiness for me and Mm -hmm. i think some of the guilt came in where it's like i'm operating in a a space of happiness and like your loved ones or your friends are not right and it's just like how do you how do you balance that like I'm, i'm happy i'm doing good and i know you're not right um yeah, you, you have to have those boundaries because I know older Kiara would have stopped her shine to reach out and give to others. And mm-hmm. now I'm understanding that, like, everybody's journey is different. Like, just because they're not in a season of happiness right now doesn't mean they won't be. Right, um, right And it's right. not up to me to make them happy. I have to focus on myself. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that, that guilt, I might still feel some type of way. I, I give as much as I can, whether mm-hmm. that's a lending ear. Um, I might, I love care packages. I might send you a little something, oh, check yes. up on you. Yeah, she gets um, very cute gifts. Girl, I was using my instant holder yesterday. I use yeah. it all the time. <laughs> um, but yeah, 
just making sure that like I can't prioritize other people's happiness right if anything mm-hmm. sharing within my journey um, allowing them to see me operate in my happiness I hope can inspire them to know that like this is something that they can create for themselves too and I think you drove home such a great point like when people actually see it because you can talk it all you want but when people feel it off of you or they see you doing that very thing you said you were doing mm-hmm. <laughs> It's like, oh, I got to do mine too or figure out or figure it out. Because sometimes you don't know, right? Mm-hmm. And that's when you just try whatever and do what do, especially as creatives. Yeah. So, and the creatives, that's just one thing I'm learning as a creative myself is not being hard on yourself. Ooh. That's what creativity is supposed to not be. Trial and error. Hello. Yeah. And being and accepting that that's okay. Like you don't have to be perfect in the realm you're in. And also you do not have to pigeonhole yourself to the realm you're in. Let your creativity fly. And... You oh, speaking, you. yes, yes. Thanks, um, that's speaking volumes because I feel like when we first started Black Girls in NYC, we were definitely focusing a lot on food, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. but we're so much more complex than that. Black-owned businesses are so much more complex than that. Right. Um, so as we've branched out, it's exciting to to share some of our other loves, whether that's hair products, mm-hmm. beauty, um, traveling. Um, so yeah, you definitely don't have to just just pigeonhole yourself into one niche. It's okay to explore. That's a part of creativity, mm-hmm. right? That journey is like trying different things. Exactly. And the problem with us as creators, like we get so good in like let's say our niche, and we want to just stay in it and keep, of course, keep working at that skill. But Perfect don't be afraid to just tap out in something different. Like I know for me, like it was like making reels, like actually making them. <laughs> well, that's what y'all do all the time. Okay. <laughs> and guys, they give good information too. They talk over it. They give you details, you know. Their voices sound all nice and stuff. Like, <laughs> thank you, thank You're you. Very welcome. That was a part of our journey. We didn't used to, we didn't used to do that. Mm-hmm. So to see your your growth, right? And mm-hmm. I think that's also um, something that contributes to happiness. Um, right. And speaking to creativity, like I know I'm someone that can always be in my head, and like I want things Girl. to be perfect, and I'm waiting for the right time to do something Girl. that like I just need to do it, mm-hmm. and then to know that I did it is like that's a win for me that's happiness this idea that I had on my head I like actually birthed it and made it come to life like I'm taking it as a win I'm happy I did girl I I hope y'all rewind (laughs) that part cut it clip it all that and like listen to that every day like that just holds on I'm still like processing it because like that is the I feel like the foundational about being a creative is that you're birthing something that's never been birthed before like and when you do that and you see your little baby fly and grow, it's like, I did that. I'm happy. <laughs> yes. That was me. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. And let's say you're not a creative, you know, because not everybody is, right? Mm-hmm. Just leaning into what you like to do and not being, like, ashamed of it. But I do believe creativity is within everybody. You just mm-hmm. got to know how to spark it. Um, just don't think of it as a sense of, the typical artist motif I guess you would say absolutely I think there's so many different ways to create and I think that's one of my favorite things about um, diving deeper into Instagram right Mm. or just like social media in general it's a platform for all different types of creatives so like I love um, fashion so Mm -hmm. like the the fashion girlies that are doing what they're doing jumping in and out of clothes and DM me some colors and I'm gonna create a whole outfit like you're still being creative you're creating yes. food yes. Um, educators creating yes. lesson plans and decorating yes. classrooms yes. interior yes. designs like there's so many different ways to create nail art mm-hmm. 
makeup like mm-hmm. there's so many different ways um or even more simple things like coloring books yeah <laughs> yeah puzzles <laughs> <laughs> redecorating your apartment going to ikea right right <laughs> like there's there's different there's different ways and not everything needs to be showcased right like mm-hmm. not everything is for the gram hello say a lot of some things people in are the just back. just for you right um that's another thing i want to talk about is that We've gotten in such a space that what makes you happy, sometimes you want, you feel like you have to showcase it. To and monetize show- with six streams of income, yeah. Right. <laughs> and not feel as though the stuff you're doing to make you happy, is this going to, one, give you money? Is it towards your career? Is it towards something? No, you can just be doing stuff to be doing stuff to be feeling good and not feel guilty about that. Absolutely. And I, I'm not going to lie, something with me, um, starting Live to be Recognized, has created that for me because I was very structured around, I guess you can say, the idea of my career, of the idea of I need to be doing stuff to connect me to the next block of monetary items. You mm. know what I mean? Not necessarily does it align with me, mm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And when I stepped away from that, you realize that when you lean into what makes you happy, magic does happen because different monetary opportunities whether small or huge are going to come your way absolutely but you got to lean in absolutely you got to take that first step get and out your head that's the scary for the part. perfect time and just do it that's the part <laughs> what, what made you just put your hands up to it like besides the pandemic because like yes the pandemic sparked but what made you just say you know what let's go Ooh, i would definitely say accountability mm-hmm. um uh, Ty and I are a pair. We're a duo, right? Love it. Um, so she's definitely someone that, that fuels that fire. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the main thing is like accountability. There's a level of trust there where I can be vulnerable. Like yes. I'm in my head about this. Um, that I can just bounce ideas off her head or just know that like I'm not doing this alone. Like a lot mm-hmm. of times we feel like we're doing things on our own. So like we will stay in our head. Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't share this goal with anybody. There's nobody to hold me accountable. I'm just going to, instead of someone else telling me I should have do it, I'm just going to internally beat myself up for months because I didn't do it. <laughs> right. um, that is the worst <laughs> feeling. And then could you wait, you go to bed, right? And then you wake up with that same terrible feeling. And, and am I going to do it? No. <laughs> And then I'm going to just be mad at myself all day because I told, still ain't You it. told yourself you're going to wake up early, do it, stay up late and do it, do it during lunch. <laughs> and then you ne- the next day, because you know it's the 23rd, like right. you might as well wait until the first of the right. next month. Like you just start, yes, exactly. So having accountability in the form of like, I'm not doing this by myself is helpful. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think creating systems and structures in place, right? Like yes. having systems. So when I don't feel like doing something, like we post every three days. Mm, when mm-hmm. I deep down in my spirit don't want to do it like my calendar alert is going to tell me I have to mm-hmm. so knowing that like I have systems and structures to fall back on um, helps and mm-hmm. then also like riding the wave when I'm happier so like batch creating content so I know as life yes. presents itself when yes. I know I might be in my fields yes. um, I've already set myself up for success so that accountability and then moving on to like systems and structures mm-hmm. um, and routines is definitely definitely helpful Yes, like leaning into the happiness, like you said, and making using that time to like work because you get energy. Like yeah. when you're happy, you get energy. And I don't want to say work, like do what you need to do, I guess you would say. Because there has been times like I've been able to record like five episodes straight and then just so I can have back content. And then there's this time like I got to record today I'm trying to push through 15 minutes of just and I'm just like, I can't do this. This is not what this is for. And it's okay if you get to the point where you're trying to do what you want to do and it's just not working. Yeah. Don't force it. Yeah. But also hold yourself accountable. And That's then, a difference because you try to psych yourself out too sometimes. Like. And I would say definitely take a pause and sit back. Um, I think it's always important to remember. I know everybody talks about your why, your why, your purpose. Mm. But like, why are you doing this, right? Like, right. is it 
what, what, what's, what's your reason um, mm-hmm. for producing this? And if you understand that, like, I'm just not in a good place, then, like, it's okay to step back. Mm-hmm. Fill your cup, recharge, um, do what you need to do, and then, then come back. You can always use those as a reflection period. It's okay. Yes, <laughs> a reflection period. And yeah. let me tell you, those are the best kind because then you appreciate a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, so just know that you're going to go back and look at things, and you're going to be like, I'm where I want it to be. And we don't do that enough. We don't, because we're waiting for the big, magnificent, I don't even know, big boom that we want. (laughs) But sometimes you got to sit and be like, hold on. My younger self would like to chill with me. Like, you know? And I feel like once you get to that point in life, it's a good feeling. Absolutely. Um, And I also just wanted to just think back on something we were talking about. Like, when you don't feel like it, I also think that's why it's important to have a community of people mm. to pour into you, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, we've had people tell us podcasting, podcast. Mm-hmm. I can see y'all doing a podcast. And we were just like, nope, what you're talking about, that's not what we do. Mm-hmm. Like, we post mm-hmm. those every three days. Um, and this opportunity presented itself, and it was just like, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Our community have been saying this to mm-hmm. us before, and here it is, right? So sometimes mm-hmm. um, it's not going to be your willpower alone is going to be those people that are surrounding those people that you are surrounding yourself with that are going to pour life into you so like don't be afraid to tap on on them have those close people like i'm not feeling it today like i'm going through a rough patch i'm struggling i'm not creatively inspired life is life in adulting is adulting so don't be afraid Mm -hmm. to like admit those one with yourself and then be able to talk about that with other people because one you'll realize you're not alone yes um and then if your people have the capacity they'll pour into you um and that might inspire you a little bit that is so true and not being embarrassed like feeling like i don't know if i want to share this Mm. because of the prejudgment that you think is going to happen you'd be surprised you'd be surprised when you keep it real yeah like (laughs) and that's something i did learn and it's just the effort it's just so much easier yeah it's so much easier you don't gotta backtrack nothing you don't have to appease anyone it's either you roll with it or you don't and that's just what it is and you know i hope that you know from this episode you guys go and do whatever you want to do in podcast land (laughs) any other creatives that are part of you know the podcasting community feel free to tap in with them as well Um, Because it's very important in all spaces of our creative community that you connect with all different kinds. Like, I did a spoken word the other day, and I I recited something that I wrote when I was in high school, girl. Like, I would never thought I was going to do that. But I was like, (laughs) you know what? I want to be around some creatives. Plus, I was celebrating a friend's birthday. And I was like, this was great. Like, my inner child was doing cartwheels. I love that. Even though the rap was cheesy as anything. (laughs) My inner child was like, go Todd, go Todd. And I feel like when you feel that inside, that's when you know you reached a different level of happiness. Like, I'm sure you felt that before. Like, go Key, go Key. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, And I think that just what you said resonated with me as someone who can get all in our head. Like, sometimes you have to be uncomfortable and be willing to try something different to realize, like, oh, I, I actually enjoy doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, you can psych yourself out of a lot of opportunities or thinking that you're, you can't do this or I've never done this before. I can't possibly do this. And it's just right. like, it's taking that first step that you'll find that something makes you happy, right? So like, I always like designing or visual things. Um, and I was absolutely terrified to make my first reel. Like, absolutely <laughs> terrified. Um, 
terrified. Now look where we to are. Make it. Okay. And it's something that makes me happy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and in creating reels, I'm just like, oh, do I actually want to do longer format video? Mm-hmm. Like I realized I like videography. I like editing. And mm-hmm. like that wouldn't have happened if I didn't make that first reel. Exactly. Um, so sometimes it's taking that first step that you realize or learn something new about yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just like, oh, I actually want to explore this a little more. And like, who knows? That might be a, a new source of happiness that you never thought or envisioned for yourself. And honestly, I feel like you just summed up life. <laughs> like, <laughs> Taking risks. <laughs> that's life. Like, that's life, you know? Just doing it. Yeah. Think about all the people that's just doing it. Like, mm-hmm. they seem so happy. And we're luckily to live in a space and time where we see it. Before, mm-hmm. we wasn't accessible to see it because of social media. And now, like, yes, yeah, social media can have its times where you're like, it's too much. But... It also serves as a space where, wow, okay, I can do it too. Absolutely. And I, my thing with social media is I definitely have a love-hate relationship, take breaks with it, um, is <laughs> use it to your advantage, right? right? Like, there's so many different people on social media. So, like, find find your niche, find your community. Right. Um, are you the makeup girl you want to do food Mm -hmm. like I follow a little bit of everything I follow a lot of creatives Mm -hmm. right to just Mm -hmm. see different things that they're doing so like if you find yourself on social media and feeling more of those like negative uncomfortable emotions Mm because I love a good emotion wheel so if you find yourself (laughs) feeling jealous or like envious Mm -hmm. or like rage like one unfollow people yes Yes, and I, that's okay. Don't feel guilty about it either. I regularly do social media cleans. Yeah, you have Our to. cleanses, I should say. Different um, stage in life. Absolutely. And you don't have to, like, hate the platform. Instagram no. isn't bad. You're just not following pages that inspire you and make you want to do stuff. So just, like, follow somebody else. Right, right. Or, you know, this is something I did when I took, like, a hiatus. I made a separate Instagram where I just followed things I wanted to see in one. So it was like a hundred pages of like comedians that made me happy, fashion, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I didn't log into my main account. I just logged into this fun account. Mm. And so that still your gives inspiration. you in the, exactly in the know, but you're not honed in on your social life, if that makes sense. That makes sense. Or also using so many different platforms. Oh yeah, right? not just Insta. There's so much. I like love a good email. Like mm. I will sign up for people's newsletters. Mm. Newsletters give me joy. I'm like, so sorry, sis. I will definitely <laughs> yeah. like what I I Kiki love. Kiki always me had a an good, old soul boy. I love you a good newsletter. <laughs> I love your old soul girl. I love it. <laughs> so maybe no. your your network or your your community is not also like newsletters and just naming some girls because I'm not going to not leave some black girls yes, that are do. doing the things. Dom in the City mm-hmm. has a great newsletter. Okay. Um, comes out monthly. Yeah. Brooklyn Mavens have a newsletter that mm-hmm. comes out weekly. Camille from the Cocktail Snob mm-hmm, mm-hmm. telling us um, cocktails, mixology, things you can do in the mm-hmm. house. So like love love all their newsletters and i'm glad that you're breaking it down that it's different because like when people hear newsletters you saw my reaction that made me think of like current events and stuff (laughs) and i broke it down in a way that following newsletters to what you know you're interested in and that's how you know what's going on like if you want to check in go somewhere something to do like and you need to be on the brooklyn mavens mm -hmm. every week they're letting you know what is happening they sure do in Uh the city um dom is giving you restaurants Mm -hmm. black chefs black-owned products you should be buying so like there's there's so much out there if like you're on a social media hiatus or you're just like you know instagram's just not it for me i don't right. know who to follow i don't know what to do um there's so many other ways to connect and find your people yeah honestly i know like i laughed at first but the newsletter like i never thought of it in that way like because some because you always want to seem somewhat connected to what's going in sometimes mm-hmm. right sometimes but that is a good way to say you know i know i'm on my little social media hiatus and maybe even my hiatus from people but i can still 
curate my life to know what's going on if I so choose to jump back in. Absolutely. Um, and then also understanding that like there's different forms of creativity, right? Mm-hmm. Like Instagram is very much visuals, audios, yes. and like words still matter. I know mm. we don't be liking to use them, but like, <laughs> or mm-hmm. you know, in the day and age, it's just quicker to take a picture and do a video. But just like some people are creative through their words, so like you can start a newsletter if you're someone who likes poetry and mm-hmm. like every week you're dropping a poem. Yeah, right? like there's there's just yes. other ways that you you can branch out. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah, no Absolutely. sleep on newsletters. We love a good newsletter. I love, I love, <laughs> I love, guys. I went from laughing to being sold. Like I'm about to be looking up tonight different newsletters. I love of, the newsletter. Honestly, and that helps to clear out your email inbox too because it's more stuff you want to see versus a whole bunch of crap that is just filling it up. And that is life. So Ooh, how do you clear out your We got another media, life your... lesson, y'all. Another life lesson. So yeah, instead of getting, especially if you know financially you don't got, mm-hmm. you shouldn't be spending no money. Like unsubscribe from all them people that send you clothes <laughs> and sign up for someone's <laughs> newsletter that's gonna put you on to something else. Because <laughs> most people that look, it drives me crazy. I'm one right. of those people that like on my phone. If I see that red notification, like I have to check it. Mm-hmm. Um, even if I unread it a little le- later. But like when I stare at like my friends' phones and they got like twenty one thousand emails, Girl. I be stressed for them. <laughs> unsubscribe because you're not you're not you don't you haven't went to express in five years and they email you every three days stop oh my gosh that's so freaking true like and there's also like different websites where you can put your email in and it unsubscribes you like i did an unenroll me it's called oh yeah and you put your email and you log into whatever account whether it be gmail ymail whatever and then if you select it shows everything you're subscribed to and you unselect it and it either puts it all in like a spam kind of thing together where you'll still get it just in case you still want it or you totally unenroll with them yeah it's called unenroll me or something like that so you can look that up but definitely do that when you go to social media (laughs) unenroll from all them emails yeah you heard that so pds that do your social media cleanse unfollow the people and the things that are no longer serving you go to your email make sure you do that cleanse too okay and then sign up for newsletters that are going to help grow you okay absolutely and you know two more things to follow up with before we close out because i just wanted to go back because you had mentioned your why right and i actually i have a episode about setting intentions guys check that out little plug check that out and i think that that is the problem for a lot of people's happiness because they search for outside things and until you know your internal why those material things are never going to fill you up the way you want to be filled and that's just my honest opinion as a lived experience because I think about the times that I was overspending, overdoing, overgoing, searching and searching and searching to when I went back and retract and became somewhat of like a homebody here and there. But like I would say pseudo, I'm like a pseudo homebody now. <laughs> um, I went through the phase of being out here, mixy. Then I went semi-mixy. Then I went complete homebody off the face of this planet. And now I'm like pseudo homebody. So I say all that to say that um, not until I did that homebody experience for real, for real and dug deep, I'm like, this is a whole different happiness unlocked. Mm. Um, And so what would you say is your experience once you unlock that like different level of like happiness and solitude with yourself, by yourself? But besides that, but like realizing that you you have to do this in order to get your energy too. I guess I did like a two-part question there. Yeah, <laughs> marinating. I would say 
happiness changes, right? When I think of, like, why I was definitely one of those people, like, I have to find my purpose, mm-hmm. my why, my passion. Like, mm-hmm. I have a couple different whys. Mm-hmm. Um, and my whys now might be different from my whys in 10 years. Um, that's, they're different from just, my whys that I had when I was in college, right? Like, I'm, I'm living, I am growing, that's I'm good. learning new that's things about good. myself. So, like, you can't be fixated on this why because maybe it's changed, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that's not talked mm-hmm. about when we talk about purpose and why. Like, okay. as you learn mm-hmm. and live new experiences, things change, mm-hmm. you change, and, like those things can change and like you have to be okay with that mm-hmm. or understanding that there could be two different whys like nine to five why is different from my creative why right right like they're, they're just different but I actually want to piggyback off okay. of that <laughs> do you believe because this is just you know my opinion I do believe that there is there ha- a foundational foundational why like do you believe that there like in order to build upon all those other whys you have to have a strong like foundational why whether that be an emotion or whether that be like breaking generational curses or, or things mission, like purpose yes. yeah uh-huh. yeah uh-huh. um and i also think that like that's not something that you're gonna find out now right or if you haven't found that out now you're not doing anything wrong right mm. like we as millennials put a lot on ourselves we still have so much more life to live you might not really find out or fully understand your why until you 50 something so, like, you shouldn't be at home beating yourself up, sad, depressed, because, like, I, I don't know my why or my purpose. Like, mm-hmm. keep going and trying, and, like, things will reveal themselves to you when they're supposed to. So, yeah, I think we're all here for a reason to do something, and it's up to us to figure that out and, right. like, try new things through trial and error to, right. to get steps closer to that. So, yeah, definitely think we all we all have some purpose and why, but, like, mm-hmm. is it crystal clear to everybody now? Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's good. That's good, Kiki. Because honestly, I'm not even going to hold you. I needed to hear that because I'm someone that I hold tightly my foundational why and running back to that foundational why. I guess that this works for me to keep me going for this time and period, but also not being upset if that like foundation like is not aligned with the person that is unbecoming or elevating. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. I think there's something with just like something that as I'm going through, because, like, I don't understand. I don't know my why or purpose now, but I know I have clear values mm-hmm. and things that mean a lot to me, um, and they've gotten me this far, and I believe mm. that they're going to continue to keep me grounded and rooted and going as I explore new things. So, mm-hmm. yeah, even if you don't have that, like, solid foundation or don't know what that means, like, what are your values? What's right. important to you? When I think right. of black girls in NYC, it is, like, elevating black owned brands right. and black businesses particularly black women because that's who I am right mm-hmm. so like the mm-hmm. days that I don't want to the days that I was on Instagram comparing myself to like celebrities who like we are not in the same tax <laughs> bracket like I want to do this for the girls like me right right <laughs> I love that I love that and that's what helps us all bond together too mm-hmm. as a sisterhood as a community not also like trying to more so work together instead of pushing each other away and like girl Competing. I got you yes, you yes. not we at all we have more in common than we know we just have to hello. talk to each other hello ask for help be be vulnerable and honest and I know that takes time it does take time and yeah, yeah it takes a lot of intra perspective within yourself yeah and sometimes we all don't want to do that right away and that's okay because it because that is a road once you travel it ain't no coming back <laughs> Or you just don't know what it looks like. Right. Um, you're scared. So that's right. where it's also just like 
finding your people. Like maybe it is the people that you see doing this, having these open, honest conversations. Like, oh, who are they following? Mm-hmm. What are they listening to? What books are they reading? What right. newsletters are they subscribed to? Hello. Um, that's new. I, 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 you know, the next conversation when I meet someone new, I would be like, so what newsletters? I just can't. This is going to be my new thing, y'all. So if you see me and I be asking you what newsletters are you subscribed to, you know where I got it from. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's, it's finding those people right yes 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 now as we wrap up this episode is there any more tips or any thoughts that you would like to share with the audience regarding happiness and being on the road to the never-ending journey of trying to attain but also getting it anything Ooh. um i guess just restamping what i said earlier it's happiness is one of those things that like you can control mm-hmm. and happiness is a spectrum it looks different sometimes mm-hmm. it is get an ice cream sometimes it is you know what i'm gonna do this task that i've been avoiding for the past two months because i know i need to do it hello um sometimes it's working out for me Mm -hmm. i was that was that was me and my kettlebell right where it's just like (laughs) (sighs) um but yeah happiness doesn't have to be something grand it can be i'm gonna go outside and it's it's a nice day not Mm. today in new york city it's hot but like i'm gonna sit and eat outside you know i'm gonna call a friend that i haven't heard a long mm-hmm. time. I'm going to play my favorite song that I haven't listened to in yes. a long time. Like, there's a spectrum of happiness. Not yes. everything is going to be this big, grand, yes. I got married, I graduated. Like, there's so yes. many small little moments of happiness that you should be creating for mm-hmm. yourself on a daily basis. And, like, do mm-hmm. that. And, like, also, in knowing happiness, acknowledge if that's a feeling that you don't feel. I feel like that's a step mm. towards getting there. Like, I'm actually unhappy. I'm actually a little depressed. I'm anxious. Like, naming that feeling, understanding where you are, and then knowing that you don't have to live there. You can do small things to work towards getting to that yes. feeling of happiness. Yes. Is also getting there as well. I think that was so well-spoken on, like, it's okay. Like, we're in a world that everything seems to be smiles. And, like, that's what people appeal to on the, you know, social media. Yeah. But no, like... You can do that. You can do that. So thank you so much, Kiki. You gave so much words of wisdom today, y'all. Okay. I hope you guys got your little notepad out, was taking some notes, got some clips that you're going to replay. Because I think that if you truly take away the messages said in this episode, you're going to be able to feel a difference. And I'm not just saying that just to be saying. I'm saying it because we're both bouncing our head up and down right now. You guys can't see that because we lived it. Yeah. (laughs) Okay? We wouldn't be able to talk about it if we didn't live it. So, Kiki, before we wrap up this episode, please share how our listeners can get in contact with you, how they can share your information to those that want to know what's going on. Um, So how do they get in contact with Black Girls in NYC? Oh, great. Um, So, like I said, mentioned email. Definitely email us at blackgirlsinnyc at gmail.com. Um, IG and TikTok handles are blackgirlsinnyc. And then website is blackgirlsinnyc.com. Um, also, if you see us outside in these these New York City streets or sidewalks, um, feel free to say hi. Um, I go by Key. Ty could call me Kiki because she knows me. That's a family yeah. name. Yeah. But definitely call me Key if you see me. I will be surprised if someone if I hear someone yell out Kiki. Um, but <laughs> she'll yeah. know where you got it from. <laughs> definitely feel free to see, say hi if you see us. Um, feel free to DM if you need a recommendation. If you want to collab, um, yeah. IG, social, website, Gmail. Yes, I am so grateful and blessed to have you here, not only representing Black Girls in NYC, but representing yourself and your knowledge. 
Yes, yes, yes. You guys know how to get in contact with me. But for those that are new listeners, feel free to on all my socials, including YouTube, L-I-V-E. So live number two, letter B underscore. That is my YouTube, my TikTok, my Instagram. Also, I am on Spotify. I am on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, live to be number two, letter B recognized by Ty Raquel. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and see you next week. Bye.